Hi, this is Nick from Paranormal Research Investigators UK. Um, next in the series of the, the podcasts that we're doing um, about the senses, effectively. And this one is going to be Touch, as usual. Andy Wilson is here to provide his regarded and considered opinion on the subject of Touch and the Paranormal. Uh, so, as usual, take it away, Andy. Right. Uh, good afternoon, Nick. Um, yeah, today we're going to talk a bit about paranormal and the experience of touch and how it, how people perceive the paranormal through their senses of of their skin. Uh, and and uh, I just want to go through some points about what I've observed and some of the reports that people have said. And I'll start by saying that when people claim to be touched by an entity, they can report how experiencing cold hands mm-hmm. there's usually a very coldness to the, to the touch that they feel um scratches people you know say they've been scratched and what's interesting when they do get scratched sometimes quite frequently they can be in threes they get three scratches okay and, um, so is that is that a entity with three fingers, or, or, or is, it, or is yeah. it what they claim to be? Is it the, the mock and the holy trinity? Who knows? Uh, so scratches and marks can appear on the skin and welt up, and they can develop um, slowly and get bigger with time as well. And it's been one or two cases where people have video camera uh, a welt appearing, and right. and. and it's very remarkable to watch, you know, with how this happens. Yeah. Uh, it's, it would be very hard to fake. Yeah. I mean, the, the, uh, just an interesting point. Mm. Um, my experience, you know, if you're in the garden and you catch yourself on a rose bush, um, you might get a scratch, but that welt does sort of develop, doesn't it? It's, it's mm. not there immediately. No. So that would indicate that there is some sort of physical bodily reaction to to some sort of contact yeah um and scratches could appear underneath clothing you know so, so it's not like it's bare skin sure, sure. Uh, when they lift the shirt up or they pull the trousers down i'm not recommending you pull your trousers <laughs> down when you go in these places but the people not for the public but that. but people can you know claim they've been scratched through the clothing which is interesting yes yeah. yes uh they report they they feel a burning sensation on the skin you know, while well, they're being scratched, uh, they say they could be there's a heat sensation on the skin after being scratched, or maybe they were grabbed, and uh, they can yeah. claim they feel a heat sensation after yeah. that. But again, that would probably be about the, the the same for any situation. Again, it goes back to the rosebush thing. You know, if you you caught yourself on something like that afterwards, part of that healing process presumably is that sensation of heat mm. in the scratch. But anyway, yeah. People claim to be pushed, uh, poked, slapped. Um, they can develop bruising. Um, after, after they've been grabbed by a hand, they can leave ha- uh, red hand marks on them on the body. Uh, people have claimed to have been dragged across the room. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So that is quite yeah. physical. Yes. Yeah. People have said that uh, they've received bite marks, and you can see the teeth indentations in the skin. Okay. From an entity. That's right. interesting. It is, yeah. Um, That's I wonder a bit if it's Dracula, like, isn't it? Yeah, if it's on the neck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, yes. But, you know, it's a bit like, you know, when police can identify a victim from the teeth records, I wonder if you can identify an entity from the teeth imprints. It's an interesting thing. I mean, mm. the police records, as they develop, perhaps one day they'll be able to cross-match yeah. it or reference it, but uh, um, we'll wait for that one. Leave fingerprint marks on the skin, yep, so... Um, some people feel static electricity and it gives them goosebumps and the hair stand up mm. and, and that's the sensation they feel with the paranormal. Um, some people have claimed to have <laughs> been drowned in the bath. <laughs> so, Actually so, drowned in the bath. Well, not... To, not <laughs> attempted. Yeah, yeah, attempted drowning in the bathtub, <laughs> yeah. So they've been pushed underwater. Um, that would be quite scary. <laughs> I should think so, yeah. Um, cobweb sensation. Yes. Uh, that's a common one. People claim to feel as if they're walking through cobwebs. Sometimes they probably are, uh, but other times it's the sensation of, like, I don't know, thin threads or something they're walking yeah. through. I mean, again, I'm a bit sceptical there because, you know, sorry to go back to the garden, but because uh, our garden's a bit of a jungle. That rose bush is bloody fierce, but then you've got that, <laughs> it? it's, uh, it's not a tripping, is it? <laughs> but I'm thinking that you, you, you walk down, especially the path first thing in the morning and it seems as though you you, you you well not exactly battling through cobwebs but you know the number of single strands mm. that there are um and that's going to apply anywhere i mean it could be in a garden it could be in a building so i'm sometimes a bit skeptical and just wonder if people are being a bit hypersensitive to the situation and uh, they they can't see the cobweb afterwards because they've broken it but mm. anyway it's just a thought uh, and some people claim they can feel someone blowing on them, you know, when you go... Yes. And I've experienced this twice um, in short time periods, actually. Um, it was quite interesting. I was um, just lying on bed. It was daytime. I wasn't I wasn't asleep, but uh, I think I was reading, reading a book, and uh, and I felt someone as if they were blowing in my face, like a right. gentle blow. And I, of course, immediately got up, looked, looked for the windows, looked uh-huh. for um, any kind of source of a draft. I uh, couldn't really see one. But it was very distinct, and mm-hmm. it was enough to make me feel like, oh, my God, there's... It just literally felt like someone was blowing in my face for about five seconds, no. and then it stopped. There was yeah. not, nothing else. Yes. Um, and then that happened again a month later when I moved to a different house. I, I, was, I was doing my... Um, what do you call it? My dissertation. So I, my contractor ran out at the uh, student house. Had to move temporarily into another house for three months. Uh, and again, I was just um, reading, and I felt this blown sensation right in my face the second right. time. Yes. It was as if to say, you know, here I here I am again. Um, as if to say it followed me. <laughs> well, I was just wondering yeah. sort of amorous uh, intention there. It wasn't tragic. Well, I'm, I'm hoping it was female, to be honest. <laughs> you know, I'm hoping whatever it was is female, and I hope, hope it um, maybe you know, maybe it fancied my aura. Maybe I got, maybe I got a sexy aura that um, you know, hot, red hot with passion. Maybe yeah. I don't know. Who knows? But um, but yeah. So I, you know, so people do feel the paranormal through their skin. And again, because the brain is so wired that you might misperceive things, yeah. uh, a bit like the visual stimulation, you've always got to wonder: uh, Are you? Is your brain doing something to you that yes. is making you think this is happening? Well, I, I, I must say that um, I was in a, a pub 
with a friend in a in a very sort of well there weren't many people in the bar um and i was just sort of across the table from a friend and we're talking and i suddenly had the sensation of somebody putting their their hand on my shoulder more or less to to draw my attention to something and i turned around expecting to see somebody there standing there and uh, sure enough there wasn't and i thought oh well you know that's it it's just me muscle spasm um and then i don't know a few moments later exactly the same thing happens again um uh, I, your 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 brain or certainly my brain at the time interpreted that as being somebody sort of trying to get my attention putting their hand on my shoulder um i can't really say it was a paranormal experience i i just put it down to the fact that it was actually a muscle spasm but of course my brain at the time you're sitting at a pub even an old bar you know so you think oh it's the 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 the, the pub ghost you know and all that kind of stuff and you talk to people about it afterwards and they reinforce that story um but uh, it's it's one certainly it's, it was a surprise when it happened at the time it, it wasn't just a, a sort of weak sensation it it, it was quite sort of almost intense but uh, but as I say, you, you, you do build a story up. So a bit mm. sceptical out of that one. Mm. Well, what I'm going to do, I'm going to now talk about some alternative explanations. Rather than, right. rather okay, than thinking yeah. it's going to be paranormal, Surely. What, what else could it be? Yeah. And to do this, I'm going to use information that um, is from the Association for the Scientific Study of Anonymous Phenomena. And I'll dare you to say that when you've uh, had a few. And I'll just say ASAP. <laughs> just say ASAP, ASAP. yeah. <laughs> and... Basically, there's a charity that's very, very good with information. It's very detailed. They're very professional. I recommend anyone to join them. Um, we'll do a link on, 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 on visual link for people to look at, and, and then they can have a look on the website itself. Uh, it's only £15 a year if you want to join. You're getting paid uh, to say this. Um, well, <laughs> I'll, I'll build them later. <laughs> but... but, um, but on there, there's um, really good articles, and they do talk a bit about um, call spots and what mm-hmm. they what they might be yeah. and what else there could be. So, and this person who's done a lot of these articles, Morris Townsend, um, he's been one of the map founder members of ASAP, and he's got this information free on on the inter- on the internet on the, on the website. And I recommend anybody to read it because it will really increase their understanding. Uh, so, what I'm going to do is. He basically states that you know what is a call spot, and basically what most people think as call spots are small areas, um, usually a lot smaller than than the room that feels significantly colder than the surrounding area. Um, uh, and then people might say, "Well, that's the ghost." You know, if you put your hand there mm-hmm. and feel the cold, um, then that can be the ghost. Um, uh, some call spots are always felt in the same place, while others seem to appear and disappear at different locations. Um, so, rather than just think of it straight away as a sign that you felt something paranormal, uh, feel this coldness, um, what you need to consider is, you know, drafts and con- yeah. convection yes. about how air moves around a room. Yes. Certainly, I'd, I'd say cold from windows. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's amazing the amount of. Uh, sort of cold air or the amount of lack of heat rather I guess uh, that can be generated from window I, I know in one investigation uh, people saying oh it's very cold here and I'm saying well yeah it's January freezing conditions outside and you're standing by a very large window it's it's the the cold from outside effectively mm. 
but uh, anyway. And what what uh, Morris says is that one thing you have to remember is that air is always moving around. Right. So, yep. so what happens is is um, the surfaces of different objects can have different temperatures to others, and heat will be exchanged between objects to equalise the room temperature. Yeah. And and this is done mainly through what's called convection. Uh, the airflow will. Um, can, uh, this is when airflow can be warm, uh, warm air, uh, which is less dense, and this rises towards the ceiling, cools, and then drops back down sure. to the floor. Uh, humid air is lighter than dry air, so so a draft can be generated in, in a humid room, a humid room, um, particularly if, it, if it's also hot. Um, things to think about also are the power of suggestion. You know, I mean, I remember been on a year I mean when I first started getting, uh, doing these ghost uh, investigations I went and someone was saying there's a ghost, there's a cold spot there's a cold yeah, spot feel yeah. it feel it and I immediately put my hand to that location where his was and I could feel a cold spot yeah um, however I was a bit naive then I didn't look for ceiling for any kind of air vents or yes. the wall for any air vents yeah. and uh, you know and was that a power suggestion was was because he said it and then two yes. people confirmed yeah. it then i put my hand there yeah. um I mean, it's about the only time i've ever felt a cold spot i've never felt another cold spot since um however i used well, that house i used to live in um certainly i could I, I could feel and sense a heaviness at night okay and it was a very cold house very right. cold right. i mean me and my lodger friend we used to do the fridge test. You know, our our hands were warmer <laughs> inside the fridge than they were outside. Yes, um, yes. That's how cold it got. Yeah. And we did have a lot of activity in that house. But well, I don't know if that is linked. Yeah. I mean, again, Thomas Fusco, who does uh, Behind the Cosmic Veil, he talks about space-time bubbles. Yes. And if a bubble emerges, uh, it can cause a vacuum with the pressure from the outside of the bubble and the pressure inside the bubble. And if this interdimensional bubble emerges... Yeah. Um, the, the, the coldness you feel can be that can be okay. you know that that vacuum yes, basically. Yes. I mean, it's something I would just say about in, investigations, um, uh, this this idea that the temperature is dropping. Um, one thing I would say is that uh, it seems to me that that people are standing on the spot for a long, long time. Um, there could be it could just be a natural drop in the temperature for sure. Mm. But but if you're not moving about. Um, you will find that your body is feeling colder, um, and I suspect that that's a lot of uh, that, that, that's the cause of a lot of people. You know, they they stand in one spot and they say, I, "It's definitely getting colder. I can feel it getting colder." When in fact, it's just their bodies. You know, it's just a natural reaction to to not moving about. Mm. Yeah. Well, I don't have anything else on. Um on the sensation of touch yeah. i mean i think you've had a, a an animus well the, the, i think the, the, the i don't know again it's it's like everything else you know one of the the, the stories i come come out with and, and i have many I, i'm sure i'm boring my friends most of the time but uh it was uh, my daughter's flat it was uh, again here we go i'm embellishing the story now which is a, which is a common fault but it's um, it was a converted Victorian school. It was a, a one-bedroom flat. Um, my wife was in the the flat with me. We were sort of house sitting. My daughter was uh, at university at the time, and I think she had been hooked up to the internet, so we had to be there for the engineer. Um, it was a kitchenette and a living room, you know, as one with a separate bedroom and bathroom. 
and uh, we had the two dogs with us but they weren't meant to be in there so we'd taken a basket for each of them and they were told to sit still in their baskets we didn't want them walking about and I'm sitting on a sofa with my back to my wife and the, the two dogs and I suddenly had the, the sensation of something walking or brushing past both my legs it wasn't just one leg it was both my legs and it was like I could feel it moving sort of swishing across the legs so from one side to the other and I just assumed it was one of the dogs and when I looked round they were both as they should have been sitting in their baskets you know again it, it wasn't a sensation of cold it just felt contact um you know what was all that about it wasn't like the hand on the shoulder which we put down to a muscle spasm because it affected both of the legs so uh, I just don't know um, I mean no visual contact or anything like that but it, it does make you think doesn't it hmm. right. anyway I think that's, uh, that's about it that wraps that up um, so thanks for listening and uh, we'll, uh, we'll be producing another podcast as soon as we can so well, thanks for listening we'll keep in touch absolutely yeah. see you soon bye Thank <laughs> you.